0: Welcome to the family. I'm Cassie Schrader sitting in for Tom today, and we have. L.A. Nick. Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen.
1: And Andy Brant-Bernard.
0: And we have a special guest coming up, David Adamovich. We're going to be talking the world's largest collection of serial killer memorabilia, which is going to be very interesting. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back.
2: Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain.
0: We are back here with the family. I'm Cassie. Sending for Tom. I know there's really no good Christmas song to come into this. I was gonna say, but we I don't have know. <laughs> we have David Adamovich, who um, has the world's largest serial killer memorabilia collection. Now. You think what? Well, what would somebody want with something? You know, like a letter from Charlie Manson, or I mean, it, but P, it is a huge market. I know a for lot that. of them
3: do art in jail; then they paint stuff in. Yes, prison. and
0: then they get sold. Yeah. So, David, how are you today?
4: I'm fine, thank you, and thanks for calling in. Um, to me.
0: Yeah. So, like, I find this so fascinating because. I, I don't understand the fascination. I mean, I understand the fascination with serial killers, like the case itself. But to want to collect stuff, like, um, you know, bloody uh, shirts. I mean, I, there were people going up, um, I believe, wasn't it the Valentine's Day murder with, um, oh, gosh. I'm trying to think of the gangster's name now. They were dipping, like, t- uh, uh, their um, handkerchiefs in the blood of oh, the what? victims oh, outside. That I'm, might
4: have been bun. Bonnie-
0: Maybe it could have been Bonnie and Clyde. I think I so. Yeah. But it's like, wh- why would you want to have hold on to something like that? So, um, now, what kind of collection do you have, or do you? Ha- is there like a museum, or is this stuff that people can purchase, or
4: what? Wow, a little of everything. Oh, okay. Um, I I purchased the collection from a friend of mine who mm-hmm. was the actual collector. So. This day, technically, you might refer to me as the curator of the collection. Okay. I, I'm not necessarily and personally interested mm-hmm. in being a collector of almost anything uh, other than knives, because I'm a knife thrower. But outside of that, I I have amassed here, I have this collection of, like, 20, maybe 25,000 pieces, Jeez. including 9,000 letters, mm-hmm. et cetera, There's artifacts, there's yearbooks, there's paintings, there's, uh, you know, artifacts like Heaven's Gate Bed. It goes on and on. But you were asking why someone might do it. I can only answer that by saying, who knows, because there are people out there that collect salt shakers, butter Mm -hmm. dishes. Anything imaginable, and you go in the house, and there'll be like hundreds of these things all over the place. Well,
3: I, What's that fascination? I don't know. Well, I can so. say I, I'm actually a collector myself, but I collect only things that are one off. So that would be in this realm, because everything that from a serial killer would only be a one off item. Mm-hmm. So if it's only a one off item, and I can fully document where it came from, when it where it, when it was made, there are the two th- two things you have to have a when and a where and a who so if you can document those three things to me i want it because i know no one else has it it's one of one so i have to have it because no one else can have it
0: (laughs) well yeah because i'm like i'm i'm looking at some of the things that you have you have a a paint chip a paint chip from ted bundy's uh death row cell and that is a one-off where else are you going to find a paint chip from ted bundy's cell that he had on death row. Um, one thing that I've always uh, wondered, though, is something like this. Do you ever get backlash from the victim's family to say you are, you know, exploiting this, you're exploiting my, my son or daughter's death or, you know, trying to make <laughs> money? I mean, do you ever get any backlash from the other side of the no, coin? I, ha- I,
4: haven't, I haven't personally... But Mm -hmm. there's a great documentary that you can see on YouTube. I think it's called Collectors. Mm -hmm. It features one of the the premier collectors, like the grandfather of murderabilia. His name is Rick Staten. And in that movie, there is uh, Elmer Wayne Henley's art that was up for sale. And someone came along, bought the art, then brought it out to the street, poured gasoline on it, and burned it. Oh. Because he wanted any such item off the market as he felt it was exploiting the victims. Now, personally, it hasn't happened to me. Um, Although a couple years ago, we we loaned 100 pieces of this art to a haunted house show in New York City. And from the day the show opened to the day that it closed, there were people outside picketing. Um, Basically, the point that you brought up about victims' rights being violated. And the, the people that borrowed the art from us and put it in their exhibit couldn't have been happier Mm because it brought in all the news and radio and people you know for days they were out there picketing and every day there was another news item going on about it well you could
3: you could put it all in one place and give the money to victims charities Mm
4: -hmm. right that that could be um but i just want to say from my point of view what i have what i purchased is is probably well past the time of many of those victims and the families because you're probably a couple of generations into this stuff already
3: right so they're all dead
4: uh, so yeah I mean, it, the initial hurt is long gone although it never goes away mm-hmm. but for me I look at what I have as having a historical value and you know people can look at it uh, there's 9,000 letters I'm sure there's some doctoral program somewhere in psychology that someone might just say, hey, I want to dig into the mind of Robert Bardo. And, uh, okay, I have 20 volumes of three-ring binders of letters from Robert Bardo. Wow. Uh, you know, Saldivar, Manson. It goes on and on and on. Uh, 24 years of David Berkowitz letters. There's probably some evolution of David Berkowitz along those 24 years and 400-something letters that someone might be able to dig into. Yeah. So, me, I hope... The historical value and the educational value of what's there can do
3: some good. You know, Manson kind of scammed his way into the serial killer world. <laughs> he's not really a serial killer. I mean, he's just he was just some dude right. that, that talked people That's into right. stuff. Like, he, <laughs> I know. Got, he really got lucky getting into that.
0: Although I have a feeling he probably has. I don't think so. I think he may have killed a per Not out of, like, a serial killer mind, but, you know, like. Uh, crime of circumstance. Type I think of thing. he was too
3: much. I think he was too much of a coward to ever killed anybody but himself. Yeah.
0: But I think it would be f- fascinating to um, see these letters and kind of get inside of a serial killer's mind, to, it's, as an educational purpose. Like David said, uh, to just kind of see what kind of psychosis these people have. Oh yeah,
3: it's uh, mind-boggling.
0: Yeah, I mean, and some of the artwork that they do is kind of. Ugh, I just
3: think Manson was a fraud. And
0: David, are you there?
3: Yes, I am. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm
0: was, I'm oh, okay. Was I it sounded like you faded Fine. out there for yeah. a second. Um, no, I'm here. So do the, uh, with the, like, the letters, I think the letters are, like I said, are very fascinating. Do do any, like, um, educational institutions um, ask to look at them, like, if they're doing, if they have, like, a psychology class or something like that? Is that something that's, like, an education could use to... Um,
4: uh, yes. Absolutely, and I'm I'm I keep telling myself I need to get a list of all these schools and send them a note of what I have and see if they're interested in it, but I just haven't got to it yet, and maybe this radio interview will inspire me to get up and do that.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, even, like, even, I would even go to, say, like, the FBI, like, you know, criminal profiling and and stuff like that to really, because, I mean, you you know, you have the, the John Wayne Gacy's of the world, the Ted Bundy's of the world, and, you know, you don't really see that much anymore. But uh, it's scary. I have a feeling we're going to have a resurgence of serial killers. Like I think they're
3: out there. You just don't know. There's so many. There's so many unsolved murders. there's literally, it's endless. The mm-hmm. number is crazy. So you, we don't know. There's just not getting caught.
0: Yeah, but I. Mean, I. But he has also a historical. I mean, like he has Jack Ruby's tuxedo shirt. Jack Ruby, the guy who shot, Oswald, for shooting Kennedy. I mean that is such a historical moment in yeah, America. I'm surprised
3: in, in that's America. not in the Smithsonian or something.
0: I know. Now yeah. that wasn't. The, was that the shirt that he was wearing? What, or, no, it was. Uh,
4: it was his Jack Ruby's brother uh-huh. uh, cut Jack Ruby's shirt into little like one-inch squares and sold them off. Oh, <laughs> oh. God. it was it was pure propaganda yeah. and and you know Greed. A profiteering. Greed, yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, that, that's where that piece of shirt came from. But I do have. Uh, letters and a signed photograph from N, Mc, uh, I think his name is N McDonald, who was the cop that captured Lee Harvey Oswald. And oh, so there's wow. a picture of him, a signed photo of him holding the gun that he took from Lee Harvey Oswald.
0: Oh, that's gotta be worth something. Yeah. yeah.
4: There's some, you know, cool stuff other than the serial killers. There's stuff related to famous murders in there as well.
0: Well, yeah, cause I, um, because I can't imagine, like, if if Jackie's—I uh, don't know what you want to call it—wasn't it a dress, but her her suit that she was wearing. I mean, can you imagine if that got, you know, kind of on a not a black market, but not like isn't it in like a they have it put away somewhere? Her dress that she wore during the assassination of JFK.
4: I honestly don't know. Yeah. Oh,
0: I, I swear, I heard something. Not like a, it's not. You know, put up in a museum or anything like that. But um, that, you know, some of that stuff could probably—I mean, that would be highly collectible today. I mean, obviously not back right when it happened. But, but I like how, like, you have Charles Manson's signed Spider-Man comics. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Was he into Spider-Man?
4: No. Let's put it this way: Charlie Manson was quite in love with himself and his signature and his photos and everything else. And anything that anybody would send him, he would sign and send back. Oh, that's... And in return, they'd be sending stamps and uh, money for his commissary. Huh. See, if, if so, you know the
3: backstory of Charles Manson, he was trying to become a rock star. Yeah. And nobody wanted him. And if you follow his story, he, he's kind of a fraud as a serial killer. I mean, he never killed anyone himself, ever. Yeah. So he just had a bunch of young girls that he talked into doing stuff. I don't know. It's kind of a sham... Because mm-hmm. I, I don't consider him in the rest of the category of serial killers. Because he never killed anyone. Right. He, he,
4: he would just be an infamous murderer. Or actually a uh, conspirator that. Yeah. yeah. He, said, he, he never really murdered a anyone cult himself. He was a cult leader. He was a cult leader. That's what he was. A cult leader. Totally yeah. different category. Yeah. yeah
0: but, um, now, like John Wayne Gacy, there's a John Wayne Gacy signed true crime card. And now they tore his house down, correct? The house that yeah. he commit. Wasn't there people like trying to take bits and pieces of the house itself?
4: That wouldn't surprise me at all.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just Not like, at all. It's, to me, I just, I find that so, uh, like, I, why would you want that in your people, home? I want
3: the Auschwitz concentration camp in Poland, and people try to pick up bones. There's, there's fields and fields of ash burnt bones. People try to steal them. Really? Yes, they have security guards and tell you, "Do not touch the ground; you will be thrown out." Because I mean, people try to steal the bones.
0: I mean, there is a fascination with it. That's for sure. I mean, I I love true crime. I'm fascinated with um, uh, the mind of a serial killer. What what drives them? And you know, and then they have the people that like to collect. And it is it is a part of history. I mean, John Wayne Gacy, uh, you know, Ted Bundy, all those guys. They are a fixture in in. Americana I mean that that they're part of it it's they a are. history um, but I would rather see some stuff like this be used for educational purposes I think they versus, should
3: put it all in one location and give all the like a museum and give all the money to victims fund. Mm-hmm.
0: that I, I would see a, a huge benefit to that for myself yeah you know because but yeah I mean so what is David what is probably the most fascinating piece that you have that you were pretty excited to get or acquire? in your collection oh,
4: I, I had this collection came in about a hundred boxes <laughs> and it wasn't organized at the time and as we were digging through like oh my gosh oh my gosh and we find all kinds of things and I guess two of the weirdest things uh, there was the I'll, I'll use the word sister knife because I can't I don't know how else to describe it but there was a particular very long knife that O.J. Simpson bought from uh, some Ross cutlery
5: Mm -hmm. and we
4: have the identical knife bought from the same dealer and oj bought that knife just i think a week or so before the murders
5: so it's clear
4: looked at this knife you'd understand why those heads were were literally severed and the other interesting thing is i have a letter from sing sing from um the Birdman of alcatraz Mm -hmm. uh his name is flipping my mind right now um oh gosh i can't I, i normally it's the tip of my tongue but it was a guy who was known as the Birdman, and this is a uh, a letter that he was writing to someone, describing to that person what was wrong with his birds. It was mm. just really fascinating because it was a great movie with Burt Lancaster.
0: Yeah, well, wow, yeah. That there might be something that O.J. knife thing because there's oh, been Rob, there's uh. I'm sorry,
4: Robert Stroud. I just remember, the name came from me. I didn't want to forget it. Robert Stroud was the Birdman. Oh, okay, yeah,
0: okay. Sorry. No. Well, it was just funny how you mentioned that knife uh, with O.J. because there's been talks, you know, that his son was possibly involved, and his son was a sous chef, who had would carry chef knives with him. He would have because he would go. I think he kind of worked in multiple restaurants, so he would bring. So there was there might be some play to that because um, yeah, there had a been it had a been a pretty sharp knife to do whatever happened to Nicole and uh, Ron Goldman there. But um, yeah. we are out of time. Um, I find, like I said, I find this stuff fascinating. Now you have a website; it's serialkillermurderbilia.com. dot com. I will post that in today's show link. Um, is there any? Do you have a, a social media presence, like a Facebook page, or anything that people can find you easier on?
4: I think all of it is serialkillermurderabilia, whether it's uh, Facebook or the website or any of the you know instagram
3: it's all the same thing that's good marketing across the board
0: that's right so yeah if you're if you're interested in seeing now you have pictures and stuff uh on the website of some of the things that you have correct yes perfect a lot of pictures okay well yeah if people are interested they can go to com. take a look and see what you have what you've curated for for your collection but thank you so much for your time david
4: you're welcome and thank you for calling me that's your show
0: okay happy holidays
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
2: Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker? Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman what's the answer michael
4: the x app brought to you by your local community bank it's safe secure and simple to use the x-check app simply add a new contact by entering their name phone number and email into the app enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer to accept the payment The contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email.
2: XCheck, safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think, just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof that dream can come true. Just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic.
1: Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary.
3: Now, there's
0: really not any Christmas about murder.
3: Well, well i'm sure there is
0: like i said grandma got run over by a reindeer yeah those serial killer four-legged freaks Yeah. like to run you off the road
3: there's That's a song so about weird. everything i'm sure there's a song about a christmas murder christmas murder
0: well when we were talking about drugs in the first hour there you know yeah, they murder. had did you see that christmas sweater that was a third-party seller on walmart.com <laughs> what yeah there was a picture or it was a sweater of, you know, the ugly Christmas sweaters. Mm-hmm. It had Santa Claus in the front. There was a table, and he had three lines of blow, and he had a straw in one hand. <laughs> and it said, like, White Christmas or Let It Snow or something what like What the hell? Yeah, no, actually, yeah.
3: I, I think there was two different versions. That's not appropriate. I, I, White I Christmas said Let It Snow. <laughs>
0: Oh my God! Yeah, well, you gotta be in touch with the people. There are, you know, there's people that have drug problems. Well, it's use not a sweater. It's actually. Not even drug
3: problems. Like my generation would find that funny, yeah. even though we don't do drugs anymore. I find still it funny related to it.
0: I
6: just Santa's so pure and magical. You gotta make him so. Is so that
0: it's cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> Horrible! Horrible! <laughs> it's like pure, and pure and
6: magical. magical. <laughs> yeah. They go hand in hand.
3: Oh, no. God. No. Santa's yeah.
6: sober. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah. Heck I, can everybody... Oh, I thought they... <laughs> then they, Don't they leave whiskey for him or something? Milk, but, you know, close. Well, I thought my family left whiskey. Of no, my
0: my family left Coca-Cola because Santa was lactose intolerant by the time um, he got to our house. I think my
3: grandfather left <laughs> J&B Scotch.
6: We're going to leave water out for him because we don't have milk at our house. Oh, mm. And last year, Fun picked... Broccoli and cashews to leave out because we're like you pick who, what to and leave and for Santa. You and and picked that? broccoli and cashews. <laughs> no, will you still there the next day? <laughs> no, we
0: we love broccoli adorable. and cashews. I'm
6: very interested to see what she chooses this
0: year. Although we have four cats, so I have a feeling Santa's going to get a juice box this year. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise the cats will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you leave a cup of water on the counter. Not even 30 seconds later, you turn around, one of the cats is on the counter with their head See, in your cup. Yeah.
3: My cats would never jump on any counter or table. I would have a Who hard Who still believes at your house?
5: house.
0: Hmm?
6: Who still believes in Santa at your house?
0: The two youngest. The How hmm, old are they? Eight, and ten, eight? Ten and seven. Ten and seven, okay. Yep. So What is
3: the average age? Like 10, 11, 12? So you're gonna I'm gonna say, right I
6: would around say
0: 12. T- yeah. I would yeah. say 12. Well, with my kids, it was twelve. Yeah,
3: I think it depends
0: I, on like I held out. I think for me, it was like ten. <laughs> I held out as long as I possibly Maybe nine. could. Well, I was told if you stop believing in Santa, you won't get any gifts from him. So I oh. still believe in Santa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hint, hint, Dave. Oh.
6: <laughs> Andy, Andy knew young, and my mom was like, "If you tell your sister,
0: mm. I will end you." <laughs> It, you know, I, I had to talk with, you know, let me, hold on, I'm going to preface this. Okay, if there are kids in the room, shoo them out or listen to this later when you're alone. Um, I, once my old, two oldest found out, um, they actually weren't disappointed. I was worried about the disappointment. Mm. And I just explained to them, I said, look, did it make your Christmas brighter? Did it make it more magical for you? Yes, I said, then there you go. Yeah. You know, it, it It enhanced your Christmas experience. And I said, when you have kids, you're going to relive that over again, but yeah. through an adult's eyes. And it's fun. Doing all the work. And, yeah, doing <laughs> all the work. But just having that fun. Um, you know, we have Clyde in our house, who's our elf on the shelf.
3: Oh, yeah. We were like, should we do an elf but on the shelf this year? Do your kids actually know what Christmas is?
0: Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, the celebration of uh, the Jesus birth of Jesus. <laughs> Little baby a Jesus. Lot, a lot
3: of, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, some people think that's a dumb question, but a lot of people actually do not know that. Well, <laughs>
6: and a lot of people don't even celebrate Christmas for that reason. Like, mm-hmm. I know some agnostic people that mm-hmm. don't talk about anything religious, but they still celebrate Christmas. Yeah,
3: and even, and even if you don't believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, I mean... The guy is one of the most famous people in the world's history, yeah. and our calendar is based on his life and death in every country in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the guy was pretty yeah pretty <laughs> big deal. <laughs> pretty big deal. Well, actually, Period. actually, yeah. if
0: you look up story if you look up historians and what they've discovered about the Bible, actually, some people say with the calendar year because they didn't have a twelve month calendar year back then. Right. And um, they base their their time on. You know, the sun, they base their stuff off the seasons. And there's actually been substantial evidence that possibly Jesus' actual birthday was more uh i want to say it was like
6: yeah it was nowhere evil? near christmas yeah it, was yeah, it wasn't like, like yeah
0: his actual birthday
6: is not i think i think that the commercial this is the
3: celebration the commercial world did the date mm-hmm. because it was their slow season yeah
0: probably
6: it's too cold well, nobody's shopping It was their slow yeah.
3: season, so they're like let's make it december 25th yeah.
0: well that's fine though because the they, middle they, of they winter. span them all throughout the year you got you know yeah. New Year's, then Valentine's Day, then Easter, then, you know, 4th of July. Well, you have Memorial Day, 4th of July. Well, then and it's people, labor day then it's halloween then I, so you kind of they're all spanned and, out and it, throughout it, the year. it proves
3: the commercial world did it because if you're really religious easter is way more important than christmas mm-hmm. because yeah. easter is when he wrote as somebody rose from the dead and proved that they weren't human mm-hmm. and so that's like real yeah. real christians Easter's the day. It mm. is the day. Yeah, that's... The son of God rises. I mean, it's it. Yeah. So Christmas is not as... But Christmas is such a bigger thing than Easter yeah. because the commercial world made it bigger.
0: And I think that's where the importance of, like, Santa Claus and, like, the Easter bunny and stuff like that comes in because it gives somebody who's not religious a reason mm. to still celebrate You know
3: what's
6: weird is we again a few of children around don't let them listen to this. We <laughs> do Santa, but the idea of the Easter bunny freaks Dan and me both out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we did we haven't done it. I'm like we're going to have to eventually do it maybe. I don't know cuz we've just hidden eggs and she's done it but I'm like a giant rabbit that comes in your house and hides it's
3: eggs. Freaky, man. That's wi-
6: what what is Super weird. <laughs> like <laughs> Santa is kind of weird, but well, I'm like he's that- a jolly man I mean. a, a rabbit. The giant rabbit like, that hides that, eggs like, none what, of it that, makes that, any sense i like to threaten my
0: kids with krampus oh krampus is scary yeah. as hell yeah that's actually something you can be scared <laughs> yeah. about krampus is gonna come he's gonna beat you over your head throw him in a sack and then he's gonna eat you if you don't knock it off yeah <gasps> my <think> it, <laughs> we don't ever
6: we've don't do like the you better behave because Santa's watching. Cause I'm like I, that sounds scary to me. Like I don't want him like watching oh, it works so
0: no. good. Though. I have no
6: interest in oh. doing that. But um I was talking about stocking stuffers. We were in the car the other day. I was like, Dan, what do you want in your stocking? And he's like because you'll tell santa
0: and And he completely forgot (laughs) no i got i was like yeah
6: my
3: mom of course my mom put a thing of real coal because we grew up in philadelphia and people actually still have coal furnaces no and it's just a shiny black rock but i got a chunk of coal in my stocking every year of my whole life oh my god what what stuff yeah but it was just like yeah but i'd always get a chunk of coal too perfect to say that you you weren't perfect yeah Mm. i think i still have that coal just tons of <laughs> coal. Kept it for good measure. Well, it's, actually, it's actually really pretty. It's a black Keep shiny a rock. going. And... <laughs> it's really yeah. pretty. Well, well the good the your, good stuff it is it very shiny. Get, it doesn't get
1: your hands dirty or anything. It's no. a solid rock. Mm. Most people, when they think of coal, they
3: think of Charcoal. crappy
1: coal. So it, coal. It, yeah.
3: this is yeah. a
0: shiny black rock. You throw in your grill and throw
3: some light yeah. exactly. on it. Exactly. But then, if it actually, Philadelphia still has coal. People with coal furnace The coal guy comes and dumps it down a chute in your backyard. Huh. Still to this day in two thousand twenty. They're still burning coal in Philadelphia. I
0: don't. know. I just. I. I love Christmas. I love this time of year. I love the magic of it.
3: I like it if you go like New York City or Phil- that Center City Philly. You feel it. But You don't really feel it that much.
0: What? I love Christmas.
3: Here. I'm such a Christmas. Go to the fanatic? Mall of America. No, thank here. you. <laughs> You'll hear yeah.
0: Mariah Carey's Christmas no songs you know, water 24 seven. Yeah, I know. I yes, saw that. It's, it's been, gonna been be a huge like a 30, discussion on the Bloomington community dollar, page.
3: $30 billion dollar water park. Just what they need.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like 335 yeah. million square feet or whatever it is. And it's going on the north side of the mall, so it's going to be by Ikea. Yeah. Which they do have that vacant, mm-hmm. all that parking and stuff. But yeah. I, it's
5: ridiculous.
0: Well, that's where they had a lot of talks of wanting to do the casino, is to put it there. But the state of Minnesota cannot negotiate the treaty with.
3: They should have done the re- it. They should have made Blocky a casino when it was dilapidated. We can't. We
0: can't have a state-run casino.
3: We it's, we have. It's uh, part we, of. Uh, but it's, they, Canterbury Park did it. They could have done it. They could have make it made it happen.
0: I think I think Canterbury might be part on the reservation. I think they no, have a deal. They with have a the, deal.
3: They give them a percentage, but that's all they have but to that, do. But because
0: I think that's part of the reservation land. No. Are you sure? One hundred
3: percent. Not that far. One hundred percent. I was. I kept up on when they made that deal, mm-hmm. and they made that deal. They gave the tribes a percentage, and they could have done the same. And the the, the the tribes were actually okay with the casino deal going downtown when it was getting proposed. They wanted that percentage. They were going to get a percentage for doing nothing.
0: Because mm, I heard. Because I heard that the reason why is because it was going to take business away from the city didn't Outlining want it. casinos no, that we The city had.
3: didn't want it. The
0: city didn't want it. Yeah you know how much revenue we could bring in I know from a a state-run casino you know what's funny I just was
3: up in Philly visiting my parents and I can't believe how many casinos are through Philadelphia now that are just they're not they're not native they're just casinos Hmm. and they have a lot of online gambling up there it's legal really yeah well they advertise on TV non-stop
0: who knows? Well, there might yeah, there might be a new water park going up here in Bloomington. Is all we need is another wat indoor water park. <laughs> It'd be cool, if it all, if it all broke crazy.
3: and flooded out the whole mall, tidal oh, wave, washed yeah. it all away.
0: It it looked massive on the on the thing that they had. They you know how they always kind of do those architectural artist yeah, renderings days. of something, yeah. and I'm like, dang, that looks like an airplane hangar. It's oh, huge. it's massive. I have no interest in water parks. I have no. no interest in the Mall of America. you're in urine. Everyone I knew that lived yes. outside, they're like, oh, because I grew up like five minutes from the Mall of America. It's like, you must go there all the time. I, and I'm yeah. like, no, I avoid that place like the plague. Well, that's
6: like, I feel like if you live in Minnesota, people are like, do you go to the Mall of America all the time? I'm like, no, oh, absolutely not. Can I walk
3: in there start having a panic attack.
0: I,
6: if I'm going there for a purpose where it's mm-hmm. like, I just have to go to this store and get this thing or like we took the kids to the nickelodeon universe for dan's birthday and like that was really fun because nickelodeon universe was super quiet in early september there was nobody there and so it's like if i'm going there for a reason it's great i would just never like my sister-in-law in the winter will just bring her kids and they'll just like walk around the mall
0: and i'm like no yeah, it's no. ugh. Yeah,
3: I can't do it.
0: Yeah, I go no. there. I go there to go to see House of Comedy when I yeah. when I can get out. Mm-hmm. I go and I go up to the fifth floor parking ramp. Yeah, go,
6: just right in. House I know of that's Comedy. the nice thing oh, about I House out. of Comedy. It's when just I, like
3: you know, I moved here for the Mall of America. I, well, I didn't move here, but I came here originally for the Mall of America. I had a store for, for a year, and I would go in in there in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning. To do all my stuff paperwork and stuff and the amount of mice in there you you have no idea so I was on the first floor and across me was a cookie place I won't name it but look all those planners mm-hmm. around two. everybody it's, it's it's people are in there all night long yeah but around two o'clock it gets really quiet and most people are gone <clears throat> and all you'll see all these mice coming over the curves of all those planners now I'm not talking dozens I'm talking Jeez. hundreds and you'll see them all going in and out all the food places and the the farther up you go the least the less there are but they're on every floor you go to the top you'll see like 10 running around where the first floor, there's hundreds running around and there's a lot of moistness so i I now don't eat anywhere except the top floor
0: (laughs) no there you go yeah i just yeah the mall of america it's not a fun pastime you know uh, I'd rather... I, I'm one of those shoppers I want to get in and get out. Yeah, mugged.
6: I'm
3: not a, like, I'm just going to
0: peruse. Well, I had to spend every out. day
3: there for a year, so I hate it. And that's the only place I've ever been mugged. Was that the oh. Mall of America? Yeah, I got walked at the store where the light rail is, and some guy come up and put a knife in my stomach. No, yeah. Well, the their
0: slogan rail. was, uh, uh, we used to call it the place to run for your life, Mall of America, because that's, like, right when it opened. You remember starter jackets?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Those were, like, huge, huge in the early 90s yeah. into mid-90s. And people were going there wearing their starter jackets, and they were getting mugged Rock. for their starter jackets because they were expensive. Yeah. You know, at the time, they were, like, a $100 jacket, which is probably equivalent to, what, 160 bucks now for a coat? Mm, maybe more. Um, but, yeah, and, of course, you know, you had all your NFL teams on there. And they also, I think they had a college line, but those weren't as popular. But, yeah, people were getting, like, stabbed. Or mugged for their Jeez. starter jacket. That's I crazy. think one guy got like mugged for his Adidas shoes that he I, had. I on said
3: it. no at first, but then the guy started pushing the knife in. my stomach. So. Oh yeah.
0: Oh. I mean, what was he? What was he mugging you for? Your wallet?
3: Whatever. I had money and my phone.
0: Your drugs. Your cocaine in your pocket.
3: <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Then Dude, that, that, chill out, man. Just a have a line of
0: this. <laughs>
3: that was. A, that was the only time I've ever been mugged in my life.
0: Really. Yeah. Is that the Mall of America? Yeah. It. It brought a lot of crime into the city. I've been in some crappy neighborhoods, man. Yeah, it was. You know, I remember. I, I remember watching the Met State or Met Center get imploded, and watching that go down because they took down Met Stadium,
3: uh, before that.
0: But yeah, I remember <laughs> watching, and that's where the North Stars played. Was at the um, Met Center.
3: And I chased the guy. You and, did. Yeah, I chased the guy and called security at the same time, and then the cops, Bloomington cops came, they caught up with me, and they, like, th- saying I was a co conspirator that I robbed myself. <laughs> I'm not kidding, they really did. Well, you did. have
0: that look about you They next. really did. They're like, Sorry we, to think, say. we
3: think that you robbed yourself because... The the, obviously the the money was from the business and oh, that he took, and they I'm like, it's my business dude and yeah I'm like, they, they go, we think you robbed your employer, I'm like I don't have an employee employer yeah. like, we think you robbed your employer. I'm like, I don't have an employer, I own the company oh, so we' even talking about, but that's where they went with it. Hmm. well we got to <laughs>
0: take a quick commercial break, we'll be right back. we'll probably talk some news and stuff. We're supposed to have a guest who haven't uh gotten her on the phone yet so hopefully she'll call in but if not we got some news to cover um adam driver obviously he was big right now with the new star wars movie he walked out on an npr interview so we'll find out why right after this commercial break
2: tom here for saber plumbing heating and air conditioning right now saber and bryant are teaming up to offer zero percent financing for 36 months when you buy a new bryant furnace this is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free energy efficient furnace from saber
0: 763-333-7337. Well, just listen to this. It'll warm you up.
3: I don't think so.
0: <laughs> Feliz Navidad. I, wow. when, I took Spanish in 7th and 8th grade. And, you know, right before winter break, uh, with school, we would always have, like, these little Christmas parties. And in Spanish class she played this the whole hour oh god mm. and i couldn't listen to Felice navidad for like, probably about more, ten years there's more spanish christmas songs lady can you
3: speak spanish
0: huh uh Muy un poco. Or is it poco? Paquito. Yeah. Or piquito? So, no. Very little. Yeah. What was poco? I can't remember.
1: Poco is small. Paquito is very Pequito small. Okay. very small. I okay. took Spanish from like, I don't even know. We used, sixth to, both, grade we used to, college. to both
0: be fluent in Spanish.
1: Yeah. I was mm-hmm. pretty close I to fluent, and now I can remember maybe barely. get around.
0: Well, they don't teach it the way they actually speak it.
1: No, they don't. It's yeah, it's
0: night. like the. My son's taking German right now. Extreme proper. So he version. walks around sounding like he's like a german like a nazi <laughs> it's weird he's just he and, and it's funny and he's so funny because he'll just everyday things he'll do it he'll have he'll speak it in english but with a heavy german accent it's very weird but then it's not the
1: same thing as speaking German. no but
0: so. then he'll but then he'll say german words like uh. inner like he's oh that's i the <laughs> kids i used to nanny went to
6: a um spanish immersion preschool. And I'd pick them up from school, and they would just be sitting in the back like, oh, blah, 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 like just mumbling nonsense mm-hmm. that sounded kind of Spanish. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, great, I'm glad it's working so well for you. Guys. Uh, <laughs> does, school,
3: does school still teach other languages? Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. have to take
6: another language.
3: at some in high point.
6: school? Yeah. In most schools, mm-hmm. maybe even in junior high. But in college, if you get a Bachelor of yeah, Arts, you have too, to take. Yeah. Yeah. Not a Bachelor of
1: Science, though. My high school was French and Spanish, like uh-huh. most high schools. Uh-huh. So oh. I took Spanish. Our guest is calling. <coughs> oh, well, talk there to
5: amongst
3: yourselves. I've never taken another language since high school.
6: I, yeah, now they make you. Which Spanish is Spanish is the most useful? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it translates to Italian, translates to a lot of languages. Once For you know sure. a
1: romance language, you can pretty much get yeah. the gist Figure of every other romance sure. language. yeah.
6: I know. There's so many people. that It's like, oh, they're taking Mandarin. I'm like, yeah, you'll use that all the time. Yeah,
3: right now you would. I mean, it's the most profitable language to learn.
1: It's the most spoken language in the world, but but not. It's usually stays in China, though.
3: Yeah, exactly. For business reasons, you'll get a good job. But if you're not, yeah,
1: if you want to travel to Hong Kong, you'll get a good job. Yeah.
3: If that's company, what you want for an American company
6: to do, you a good job. but it's like yeah. I don't know. You can they pay these... me enough
1: to go back and forth to Hong Kong.
6: I think my, whole my
3: school life. had Latin. It was Latin or Spanish. We,
6: I took two two years of Latin in junior high. W- waste yep. of time. Because we went that to a is. Catholic <laughs> dead language. I remember literally well, nothing. Well, no, it's always good to I learn. I didn't go to Latin
3: Mass every day.
6: We had to go to Latin Mass. It's uh, like...
3: Torture, Twice man. a year or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christmas I, and I, Easter
6: they had Latin I went
3: mass. to a real Catholic school where you went to Mass Chapel every morning. We went to Mass
6: every it, Wednesday. It, it
3: was all Latin. What a waste of time of my life. Yeah. <laughs>
6: it's good times.
3: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. I got the Adam Driver story. This is weird. Is our okay. guest not on? Uh, she, she won't be able to make it today,
6: so
5: okay. we're going to
0: reschedule that. Ah, uh,
5: well, so, there you go.
0: So, that'll be fun, to though, talk about the new year, the oh, Brady Bunch. I have a question that mm-hmm. you might
6: know. Well, you don't have girls, so never mind. Why have stepdaughters? But they're, like, but young girls. Because Fawn got this little thing. She had a Christmas party yesterday at mm-hmm. school, and they did a gift exchange, and she got this little thing that was, like, an ornament, and it had, like, this little character on it and it said
1: lol on it and i'm like lol I surprise yeah
6: yeah what is that i haven't opened it and i kind of just want to donate it <laughs>
1: what, what was it know. polly pocket when we were kids yeah it's basically that you oh, open so it's it up like a little doll or and something it's like there? you get a room and then a doll and you don't know which doll it's going to be so it's you the, know, the new oh.
0: Polly Pocket because there were a
6: bunch of them given in her class. Like, because we... I
1: mostly know about them because Melissa, when she worked at Target during the holiday last year, that's like the thing like for thing. really, really young oh, girls.
3: Okay, yeah, because just a lot like of...
1: Polly Pocket or Mighty so Max for boys, or...
3: it's not full of drugs.
1: No, no drugs. I know it's a
6: full of but I'm like, I just I just don't like, like, little toys that are just going to get lost, and they're going to get played with for five seconds, yeah. and we don't care about,
1: like... I mean, like, honestly, uh, when I was a kid, I had all that kind of stuff, and <clears throat> I don't remember any exactly. of it. Exactly. It didn't and enhance like, my life And at my all. kids,
6: like, we, we don't have very many toys at all. We try to be very minimal with toys, and it's like, they play with kinetic sand I most G- of the I time and i'm just Joes. kind of like <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. <That was laughs> i gave I our, GI our Joe, gift
6: that we brought to be size. given was little walkie-talkies
2: i had, like, these uh, tiny walkie-talkies uh, i'm
6: like oh my god fun would love these and sage would think it was hilarious even though he'd have no idea what was going on yep.
0: <laughs> well i had i had i loved my teddy ruxpin yeah, I had a re- teddy rock
6: re- re- too. Rux yeah,
0: bin. yeah. They revamped the teddy rock spin. I, I don't care for the newer one. It's not the same. I don't no. know. I haven't seen the new one. Um, he's got like digital eyes now. Oh, that's scary. That is yeah, weird. it's <laughs> kind of weird. My favorite
3: toy uh, <laughs> was actually dirt, dirt. Dirt, that's, dirt. My
6: kids are obsessed with this kinetic sand. Dirt, that it's man. like it's kind of like.
3: We used to have dirt balls. We used to have, like we yeah. had little soldiers. You man. can make your own. And we have dirt oh really? Bombs. They have a big you throw a little good. dirt chunk of dirt and be like a bomb and a big chunk yeah. Of dirt. I know my kids it was fun. play
0: my kids play with kinetic sand more than anything else yeah. in our house. You know I, I i made I made some of that moon sand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It wasn't was it with flour? It's like flour and baby oil basically. Okay. To make it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll show I'll shoot you a recipe that I'm, because it's fun for the kids. To, it's easy for kids to make. Yeah. And then they can add in their food coloring to make whatever. Yeah, f- we've made our own Play-Doh. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean. We've
0: done that, and it's
6: like when it dries That is the out most I remember
1: when I was a kid is like Play-Doh, Gak, flow. Like, yeah, like all those. That kind of like this weird. I remember school they
3: gave us Mercury to play with all the time. I was at my dad. We never had Mercury. My parents could yeah, about around <laughs> <it> in your <laughs> salon, man. We used to do it all the time. So that's what's wrong with you, huh? Yeah <laughs> play mercury. with that mercury. They would give you mercury in school. They would. Yeah. Everybody played with it. Yeah. It was like the thing that they gave you to play with. It's One of my it was favorite poisonous. toys,
0: and it was so simple, it was a, all it was was a plastic shell of the General Lee from Dukes of Hazzard. There was, like, plastic seats in it. There was no, like, uh description really of like the inside it was just like plastic seats and mm-hmm. you could see like the inside of the car there was no like door panels i mean it was very simple it just had a, a wire bar with plastic tires on it mm-hmm. and i used to take bottle rockets and tape them oh. to the sides of
1: that <laughs> thing make <laughs> it go nice and fast yep
0: oh, and i would light the bottle rockets <laughs> and launch it off a ramp
3: see i i gave up all toys because when i was 12 my dad got me a go-kart and mm-hmm. all toys were no more. I uh-huh. like screw these toys. I got a go kart. I have a
0: picture <laughs> of me Christmas. uh I think it was on Christmas Eve. I'm um, sitting on my brand new Cabbage Patch Big Wheel. Yeah, that I loved. I wore holes in the tires on that thing in the summertime. I would do skids <sighs> on
6: it. Alex wanted I, the Barbie I, Big Wheel. Barbie. <laughs> the Barbie Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. There was like a like kid size Barbie Lamborghini. I asked for it for. Christmas and my birthday because my birthday is February 2nd so it's like what I didn't get for Christmas I'd ask for for my birthday for years I asked for this thing and then one day or one Christmas or something my mom got me like a Barbie car and I was just like I'm done. I'm done with you. <laughs> I've tried. Yeah. I don't even know. And so then the following year, I print, I was super passive aggressive. I printed off a picture of every single thing that I wanted for Christmas. And I like, was like, go to this store, ask for this thing. Cause I was just
3: like, Did you get any of it?
6: Yeah. Because I was, and I made a fold out, oh like, you know, a science you a presentation. museum. <laughs> yeah. And a presentation. And she brought it with her to the stores. And I was like, I, and she was like, I was told to come here and ask for this. Here's the picture. And cause I was like, I tell you what I want and you don't understand. And so you can't get this wrong. Well, my, dad got <laughs> like, me, oh my, my dad
3: got me. because a- Remember AMC cars?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
3: they were doing this product, this big publicity thing and they made uh, their cars in the go-karts. So my dad, I don't know how, he, who knows how my dad got it. But mm. He got this, it was, it was the brand new line of AMCs. So it was a blue AMC Gremlin mm-hmm. go-kart. Fiber with the fiberglass body and i but i got i then about a month into it i got pulled over on a road on a on a major road and the sheriff and the county sheriff followed me home and went knocked on my parents door Mm. so you know he's driving on the road in this thing is that
0: the one that you would lift up and kind of put a you would lift
3: up to get in and out right in the roof
0: oh okay because they had the well they have the ones um a buddy of mine used to make like go-karts and he would He he made this one where it's actually a semi truck, and he sits in the top. It looks like a valley fair ride, but yeah, mine
3: looked like a ride too. Yeah, I rode that thing everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. I mean, literally, I rode it. Twenty miles away.
0: Yeah, he had a couple NASCAR ones. We used to race up and down his street.
3: But I, once you got that, you don't play with any of your other toys anymore.
0: <laughs> you would, you would love my friend Parker. I grew up with him, and he, we called him Inspector Gadget because he could make anything out of anything.
3: Well, that's what did it for me. Getting and, that go kart.
0: Yeah, and he, he made this thing called um Moon Patrol where it had four way steering oh
3: cool so like yes. you could
0: be driving down Four-way the street s- cool sideways the yeah. whole vehicle sideways but you're going forward my
3: neighbor's got four-wheel drive tractor it's and he would cool. use
0: because the four-wheel steer. a lot of people wow. yep yeah. four-wheel steering yeah. it like in um
3: you can turn around anywhere
0: yep and he would—he made it for rock climbing because that was kind of big in high school yeah. for us. Uh, a lot of my buddies, they would have vehicles that they could do rock climbing. So they had the big tires with like very little air in it so it could grip the tire, uh, the rocks as it's going up this, you know, oh, ravine geez. type of thing. Fancy. I know. <laughs> but yeah, he would, he took a, a, the Barbie Corvette Hot Wheel, you know, the motorized mm-hmm. thing. And he souped it up. So it went like 60 miles an hour.
3: I used yeah. to I used to skip school, <laughs> Very I to skip school and go to other schools.
0: Mhm.
3: Like what other schools, to I'd go to other schools and go to school. You would Just skip your because. school to go. to See what was going on. Yeah, like I would have friends that went to other schools, so mm. I would go to their school for school that day.
6: And Wouldn't the teachers be like, "Who the you know hell are what? you?" They didn't,
3: because <laughs> I want the Catholic school, and they all want the public schools. So I I would cut school and go to a public school that day, and. I'll just sit in the class. And your parents
0: still had to pay tuition.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) In grade.
3: But yeah, I never got... I think I got kicked out one time. They said, you don't belong in the school. Oh, really? Yeah. What did you say? I said, oh, okay, bye. And then... (laughs) And then in high school, I did it all times. So it was every girl I liked went to a different school. Oh, so I always go to telecoast. their school to see them for lunch Why or did something. Why just
0: enroll?
3: My parents would let me Catholic school. Yeah, you can't school. go to a public school. No,
0: but I actually <laughs> heathens.
6: Well, I actually you my not parent, to go to My public. parents
3: let me go one year. So I went the so my Catholic school was from kindergarten to eighth grade, mm-hmm. and then ninth grade was a middle school.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: It was by itself. Oh, weird. And then. 10th 10th to 12th was st mark's so from ninth grade i begged my parents to let me go to stanton which was a public school and they let me and i went there and i was like holy crap i learned this stuff in fifth grade like they were so yeah. far behind like yeah. so far behind and they didn't even really teach you much like they were very lackadaisical yeah and they didn't even do roll call or nothing like oh, you geez. could just not even be there you could go i used to go to home room and then leave yeah as long as you were in a homeroom you were there for the day and yeah i would just walk at the door and walk across the soccer fields my parents house It's across the street
5: oh god
0: <laughs> uh, anywho well yeah i wanted to read this news story i find it fascinating oh, yeah. <laughs> about adam driver obviously he's huge right now because of the netflix movie was it a netflix original movie the marriage story
1: i think so that was horrible yeah was it it
0: was horrible i, I heard it was depressing
6: i watched it Because Kristen was like, oh, everyone should watch it, it's so great, like, they should be, get Oscars or whatever. It took me four attempts to get through it, Mm -hmm. because they're just screaming at each other the entire time. Mm. I can't take
3: that. (laughs) Screaming
6: the entire time, with like a few, it was like 93% screaming, and then 7% of like these tender (laughs) moments. And I was like, this
3: movie." horrible can't take people uh. screaming
0: oh it's dreadful yeah. anyway sorry but right now too, in um, he was in that movie the political docudrama of the year the report and now obviously Star Wars is coming so he's doing these a lot of this press stuff and uh, the actor has spoken openly about his aversion to watching himself on screen. Which, so yeah, I've heard, that with a lot of actors and actresses, sometimes they just don't like to watch the movie they're in. Mm. It, it, it makes them uncomfortable.
3: It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I've never it would, watched anything. I'm it'd in. be
0: kind of weird, I think, I've, to watch. I did myself. like
3: two years of morning shows, and I hate watching them. I well, have them all on tape, and every time Nancy puts them on, I'm like, turn take that off. Like, it makes me mad. I'm like, take it off now. I don't want to hear. Her. I don't even want to hear myself. Well,
0: it well, it says here. Well, he's openly talked about it, but um, he walked out of an interview on NPR's Fresh Air this month after the show aired a clip of him singing in the movie The Marriage Story. Oh, yeah, goes, that Me? was
6: the most self-indulgent <laughs> scene. <laughs> it was him just standing there singing an entire song.
3: Really? And I was just
6: like, "Rip, wrap it up, guy!" Like, it was, I was just like, "Is this ever gonna end?" I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't wanna want watch to watch it if I were to him do it. either. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Yeah, here
0: it says that, and they go, we don't really understand why he left, the executive producer Danny Miller tells Variety, (coughs) noting that Terry Gross in the NPR studio in Philadelphia had advised driver at the NPR's New York offices to temporarily remove his headphones for the clip. Just as he did in the 2015 interview. So they told him to remove his headphones while mm-hmm. they played the clip, but he didn't. He just up and left the interview. He's like, screw this. I'm out of
3: here. Um, maybe because they told him to take his headphones off.
0: I It says, but this they time thought, around. They
3: thought he, he thought they were sneaking something, trying to sneak something by him.
0: I don't know, but it says here. Because I
3: wouldn't be comfortable if somebody told me to take my headphones off so I can't hear what's going on. Well, they probably on.
0: told him we're going to play a clip of you singing. Yeah, um, maybe you did uh, it says, but this time around after the clip concluded, we were informed by our engineer in New York that he had walked out of the studio and left the building, said Miller. We still don't understand why. Driver recently told in The New Yorker that he went totally cold and felt like he had to puke after sitting through the 2015 premiere of Star Wars, The Force Awakens. So, yeah, he's very uncomfortable seeing himself or hearing Yeah, hearing, hearing himself. himself, yeah. So yeah they forewarned maybe he just had I, a panic I, attack yeah he was, up I was and freaked left. out I can, yeah
3: i can feel his pain
0: yeah so maybe that's why he just up and left he's just yeah he can't freak handle it And he, you know i
3: had to go to that movie premiere which in la that i did mm-hmm. and i brought uh, t- uh uh bobby z from prince's son with me mm-hmm. and He's you know a young kid, and Vicky and Bobby are like don't let anything happen to our son because he's you know taking him to L.A. Mm-hmm. And they're like don't. We'll, we'll, Bobby's like I will kill you if anything happens to my son. Mm-hmm. And we walk in, and here comes uh, Ron Jeremy,
0: <laughs> of all people, Ron
3: Jeremy with four <laughs> female porn stars. And they all went right up to Bobby and Vicky's son, like, all and start feeling his hair. And like, you're coming with us. Oh, <laughs> and what he was you do? all big-eyed. Like, oh, dear. Know, and he's, you know, he's, t- he's 19 or 20. And he's like, I'm ready to go. I'm like, dude, sit down and <laughs> shut up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going nowhere, especially with Ron and Jeremy. Well, that'll do it for today. Uh, tomorrow, Tom will be back. Maybe Catherine. I'm not sure. She's busy trying to get things done before the holidays. Oh, yeah. So, as I'm, we this all This is are, my
6: last show until forever till 20, we yeah we won't see you because tomorrow's fun's christmas concert
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe
6: i'll come in for the second hour but i'm not sure because i don't know how long it's going to take and whatever well, d- so
0: from what i heard this morning dave Mordahl will be in with doug for car selling secrets oh. tomorrow oh, so there's a program we know that everybody can tune in for yeah that should be an interesting show yeah. so um but yeah we'll see you back tomorrow tomorrow uh we have a guy coming in from. A local brewery. I, I want to say it's like Whitmore or something like that. I'm not positive. I looked it up I and don't drink I drink beer. I completely probably, no. forgot.
6: I drink beer. <laughs> I'll have to look into it.
0: No. But yeah, so yeah, and then we got uh, Dave Mordall coming in with Doug for Car That'll Selling Secrets. Friday we got Acme and House of Comedy coming in, and then we're off for two weeks. So I'll I oh. will be putting together best ups for that as well. So yeah, we'll be back on the sixth. We will see us tomorrow. <laughs>